What's going on, basketball fans? This is the Hot Take Hoops podcast presented to you by Fan Fuel Sports. I'm your host, Jack Hot Take Hale, and um, we, I couldn't be more excited to bring this podcast to you guys. Um, we're going to be talking mainly Thunder basketball, but we're going to hit on the entire NBA in this podcast. With that being said, I'd like to introduce my co-host to you guys. Mitchell, would you like to take it away? For sure, for sure. What's going on, everyone? Um, I'm excited to be on the podcast. Really looking forward to talking about Thunder basketball with everyone. So, I mean, let's get into it, I guess. Let's get it going. First first and foremost, I'd like to thank Jackson and Peter, the creators of Fan Fuel Sports, for giving us this opportunity to come and express our opinions on this show. Um, like I said, we couldn't be more excited to get the to get things rolling. So let's let's jump into it. This show is gonna it is, we're gonna recap the Thunder, <clears throat> the last decade of the Thunder. <laughs> it's January sixth right now. I know we're a little late on the decade recap, but you know here's one more for everybody to to look back on. Might cry a little bit. Might shed some <laughs> happy tears. So there's a lot to talk about here. You want to just dive into the 2019 2010 season, Mitch? Uh, the 2019-10 season? I can't do that. I can do the 2009-10 season. That made season. no sense. You're right. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, sure. 2009-2010. Um, this is the Thunder's, what, second year in Oklahoma City? Second year in OKC. All right. Team was brought in in 2008. Yeah, I think this is the year that I, for one, really started to like get into it a little bit more than just you know watching SportsCenter. But, um, all right, so 2009-10, the Thunder finished eighth in the West. Went fifty and thirty-two, and a fifty-win season, and then in the eighth seed is unheard of now. Yeah, and I mean, crazy. does that just show how stacked the Western Conference? It really does, and it shows how you know basketball's even changed to change to this point. Now, now we have teams who are under five hundred getting in as the eighth seed, and yeah, it's just impressive. These guys were you know what 20, 21 year olds. We got KD, yeah. Westbrook, and Harden leading the way. Yep, or actually Harden wasn't on this team. I no, that Harden, out. Harden was on the team. He was a rookie. Um. Yeah, but I'm um, for the That's most right. part. I think that right. Harden's first year, Katie and Russell were twenty, maybe twenty one at this point. Super young. No one. I mean, I think that they had expectations to be decent, but I don't think that they were anywhere predicted to be a fifty one team or a fifty one team. Right. This th- this was the season that made me love basketball. Like you said, you know, we were we were kids at this point. Mitchell, yeah. Mitchell and I are both. Uh, 21, 22-year-old guys, so th- th- this is the time when we really got into the NBA. This year, um, <clears throat> regular season-wise, you know, KD finishes the scoring champ. The dude averaged 30.1 points per game. It's pretty he, ridiculous. He became the, you know, the face of the franchise and really, you know, the face of the state of Oklahoma on a national level. It, it was awesome. The team was young, um, got everybody around us excited for basketball, and then you know, if you want to roll into talking about that playoff series against the eventual champion Lakers, that was something else. Yes, Um, the Thunder lost the playoff series four games to two, but um, I'd say for the most part, they really kind of went toe-to-toe with them. I remember watching some of these games at your house, actually, and there's been this clip rolling around Twitter that I still think might just be the loudest I've ever heard, uh, Chesapeake Arena, but I guess back then it was, what, the Ford Center? It was the Ford Center. Yeah, right? Ford Center. Right. So, um, yeah, um, they lost the first two games. One game three and four I in know. Oklahoma City. And then game five, lost in L.A. And then game six was uh, 
the one where Pau Gasol got the tip in yeah, at the very end. Very end. That's right. And what about over Collison? Yep. They, I think I think the Lakers ended up winning by one point. But um, yeah, I, I know they got a standing ovation after that series. Um, like you said, I mean that was the transition year. Every that, that's whenever Oklahoma Oklahoma City was put on the map as a basketball city. Definitely, and definitely. It you know put the whole NBA on watch. You know this was. A young team that was going to be, you know, hard to deal with for the foreseeable future, exactly. I would say. But, exactly. um, yeah, definitely got me into the NBA. I used to, you know, kind of like the Lakers a little bit, actually, before. And I hopped on the Thunder bandwagon. I, I did, too. I was a Laker. I was a, Kobe, <laughs> I was a Kobe guy growing up. And as we know, the Lakers went on to they, win they the championship the that year. So... That was the first of many years that the Thunder lost in the playoffs to the eventual champion. Yeah, just but, like the following year, correct? Yep, just like the following year. So that, that'll lead us into the 2010-2011 season. OKC has, a, has another great year. They improve their win total by five. Yeah. They go 55-27 and 27 and get the four seed. Um, man, that's whenever we started our, our great playoff battles with Memphis. Those were... Those were always something to watch. KD got the scoring title once again, um, and the team just grew even more over the next year. Yeah, led by, led by KD, Russ, and Harden off the bench. Yeah, I'd say that uh, the two thousand nine year, the Thunder definitely became fun to watch, and like you said, fifty wins—that's impressive. But the next year, two thousand eleven, fifty-five wins. I feel like. If you win 55 games in a basketball year, like you're a pretty great team. That, that's a season to hang your hat on for, for sure. For sure. Absolutely. So, like you were mentioning about the whole Memphis thing, um, yeah, I I think we went seven games in that series. It that, went to seven. Yeah, I think that's right. And uh, there was that one just epic game that went to like three overtimes. But, yeah. Was that the game KD hit the falling falling away shot in the corner? Or was that? Um, or was that the next year against Memphis? I I, I don't. Know. It was one of them. It was one of them. The four point play. No, that was that was a while. That was like two thousand fifteen, maybe sixteen, something like that. Oh well, I'm tripping. Yeah, I'm I think tripping. you're just tripping a little bit. But yeah, <laughs> that Memphis team was definitely no joke with uh, Zebo and Marcus All. Yeah, Rudy Gay, Shane Battier, uh, Mike Conley. Yeah, <laughs> you know and. Tony was Tony Allen still. Tony Allen was on that team for sure. Yeah, and you know that you had Tony Allen matched up with Tabo Cephalosha. What a matchup that was. Yeah, and then you had Kendrick Perkins and Zach Randolph banging it, banging down low. I'll never forget the video of the two of them coming up to that ref pregame, and basically just asking him to just hold the whistle whenever they're banging. Down yeah, low. like we're just gonna really get physical. Yeah, we're just gonna beat the shit out of each other. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're, yeah. we're mutually okay with you just not calling fouls on us. Yeah. It, it, it was gritty. Um, it, it, I mean, it was that was so, the, so grit and ga- the grit and grind um, Memphis team. Yeah, great series. Then eventually went to the Western Conference Finals. Um, lost to Dirk Nowitzki's Mavericks. Yeah, and, and that was, that was no dirt. one was stopping them that Nobody year. Nobody was stopping Dirk. Uh, headband, Jason Terry. The Jets. Just draining threes. Dirk couldn't be stopped. I mean, I think it was one game that he went like 24 of 24 from the free throw line. Yeah, and was, Dirk was stupid that year. Hats off to Dirk. Yeah. What a hell of a career. 
um, Finals MVP. They went on to beat LeBron in the in the Heat in their first year together. Yeah. So another se- another season to be proud of for the Thunder. You know, the the fourth year as a franchise. And that was the year that we traded Jeff Green to get Kendrick Perkins. I'm That's pretty right. sure. Yeah, we traded Jeff Green and Nanod Kirstick for <laughs> Kendrick Nanod Perkins Kirstich. and. Um, I think Nate I, Robinson. Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson. Oh, I before I was really into the Thunder, I thought Nate Robinson was so cool. Because yeah, he's a five foot nine slam dunk champion. How can he <laughs> not be cool? The Superman thing, and he was Kryptonite. Yeah, fuck mm-hmm. you, Dwight Howard. Honestly, <laughs> like that was sick. No, having Nate Robinson on that team, and, and he never he never even played. He, much he played a little, but like definitely not anything significant. Yeah, Eric Maynard was still our backup point guard at that point. Eric right? Maynard was a stud at that point. Eric was People awesome. were calling. Calling for him, I remember people were like calling for him to start over Russell. Like that's how like good of a year that he right. had. Which, which looking back just makes one hundred percent sense. Like yeah, he probably oh. should have. No, Eric Maynard was king of the half court shot. I remember he hit like <laughs> at least you know at yeah. least five half court shots at the buzzer, whether it was halftime into the game. Oh, I think I kind of do remember yeah, that though. He, he, he killed it, man. It's kind of weird, like thinking back, because like I remember it like vividly, but at the same time, it was just so long ago, and it's, we were so young. Yeah, it's foggy. Like once you really start thinking about it, all these memories start popping back up, and just random stuff too, like Daquan Cook, DC DC for three, for three baby. yeah, man, yeah, no, that was he sick. Ended, he ended up going and finishing his career off with the Heat and. You know, that's why we're doing this podcast, so we can really dive deep into some of these memories and, you know, maybe ruin some people's people's days. Nazi. Nazi Muhammad, yeah. Yeah. Came back and played with us like five different times. Yeah. Then he ended up, I don't think he still works for the Thunder, but I know... He did at one point. Well, yeah, maybe like two years ago, even... Yeah, then he was, I I don't really keep tabs on that guy to be completely honest <laughs> with you. But no, ever since he shoved LeBron down in the playoffs, whenever he was with the Bulls, that was probably peak last, of his career. That was, yeah, that was the last great moment of I Nazi's mean, yeah, career. That was cool. Give give, then, it, give it up to Nazi for that. Right. And then, you know, this was whenever all of the controversy started about should Harden start or should Harden be our sixth man, and he, it worked so well as him being a sixth man, and. You know, we, I mean, yeah, I mean, we'll get into it. Yeah, we'll get into what a, we can talk about the whole Harden situation. So then, so, so Dallas wins the Dallas wins the finals. NBA goes into lockout mode. Kevin Durant's playing flag football with <laughs> against LeBron's team. Well, no, he. I mean, you remember that story? Oh, him. he pulled up to OSU. Yeah, he sent out a tweet during the lockout. He he didn't know what was dropping sixty six at Rucker Park. Yeah. That was oh man! I still watch the YouTube videos every now and then. That 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 was sweet. Whenever you feel like crying, yeah, mm-hmm. just a little bit. And I, I, and, <laughs> and I do, and I find myself at three thirty in the morning whenever I can't sleep, just watching KD Russ highlights. You know, still to this day. Yeah. Um, anyways, so the lockout ends. Um, we end up getting what a fifty-eight game season out of the league. Or I think something. it was. Um... Uh, yeah, sixty something or whatever it was, whatever forty seven yeah. plus nineteen is. I, so I'm not here to do. The are math, we officially transitioning? Yeah, into we're here. We're, the 2011 and 12 season. We're in 2011, 2012 now. So the lockout ends. <sighs> Thunder. This was probably, probably the, the best Thunder team. I, that I mean, that's debatable. The furthest that they ever went to the finals. This was the furthest they ever went. The Thunder make it to the finals this year after going 47-19. and 19. They finish second in the West. Harden wins sixth man of the year. KD gets a scoring title. 
Westbrook's killing everything in his way. Mid-range jumper on point. Oh, the mid-range pull-up, On point, Oh, boy. Once he was at the elbow, that thing was cashed. It was going in. Oh, like 100%. But, okay. So, basically, this year, I feel like we could just talk about a lot, especially the playoffs. I remember we swept the Mavericks after losing to them the year before. Harden Mm kind of went off in that game four in Dallas. I remember that. Who did we play in the second round? Was it the... Did we we had to go through? Was it the Lakers? The one it was the Lakers. Russ hit hit the one, and we won an underhand scoop shot. Oh yeah, that in that in that video will go down as a thunder memory forever. Whenever we that because that That was and one on the fast break. Mm -hmm. That was the that was basically the point where it was like, all right, it's we're fucking real. This is it. We're about to beat the Lakers. Um, We just beat the defending champs. I remember, honestly, at this point in my life, like I was so obsessed with Thunder basketball, I couldn't watch the games. I watched the first round. Whenever I watched the first game or Back, two... Backstory, I hate to interrupt. Mitchell Spires, my co-host here, my good friend, we've been friends for years. Growing up with this guy was very interesting. <laughs> and plenty of my friends that will listen to this will um, vouch for me. Mitchell was not always very fun to watch sports with. Mitchell... Mitchell, I got too invested, man. Mitchell couldn't handle losing. It, it didn't matter if you were playing him in NCAA football 2008. Yeah. I, this kid would, I, you know, all the respect to you for growing out of this, but he yeah. would throw a temper tantrum. Yeah, and had yeah, to figure it out eventually. Sometimes watching Thunder Games with Mitchell was not the best. I mean, there's some holes in my basement wall <laughs> that have yet to be repaired thanks to the Oklahoma City Thunder. But, um... Yeah, oh gosh, that Lakers series. I remember the Thunder won game one. Game two came down kind of to the wire. Game three, I watched it. The Thunder lost. Um, I started to get pretty scared. Honestly, like, sick to my stomach the entire day before games. Like, just couldn't, like, just so nervous. Um, game four, I will admit, I did not watch because I was just petrified. I think I watched a movie. Like, on DVD, just like anything, just trying to stay away from my phone. But I remember you calling me and just, like, occasionally texting me, like, oh, my God, KD. And I'd be like, oh, what is happening? Stop, I don't want to hear Like, I'm so scared. Please, please win. And then game five, I think, was the one where Russell hit that and won in transition. And, uh, like you said, that picture slash video will probably go down in Thunder history as one of the most iconic moments for the franchise. Yeah. That 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 and a few different plays and shots just that really, it, it it solidified the Thunder as making it over the hill from being this young upcoming team to the biggest threat in the NBA to really the Miami Heat, which who did who didn't win it the year before because they lost to Dallas, but they were definitely supposed to be the best. Oh, D Wade, LeBron, Chris Bosh, just an absolute insane mashup of talent and especially all those players in their prime at the time as well um i guess we talked about the mavericks we talked about the lakers i guess we should get into the western conference final series against the spurs that year the one seed um spurs had a home court advantage Uh, i remember that the thunder we lost our first first two two games and then one four straight one four straight um yep so game three I think it was Game 3 where Ibaka went 11 for 11 from the field. It might have been Game 4. It was one of those games. And then Game 5, 
It was a Harden. pretty close game, and it was the Harden, Harden step wins. back, basically. Harden went stupid. Yeah, a lot of people think Harden step back has, you know, blown up over the last year or two, maybe three in Houston. No, you're wrong. Harden step back was... In a rookie it, Kawhi Leonard's face. In his face. To seal the game. To seal the game. Thunder go up, or tie the series. No, that was that was to go oh, up to one. Go? Going home for game six. Going home for game six. So With Thunder, a trip to the finals on Thunder the Thunder up 3-2, going home to game six. Mitchell calls me. And at this point, you know, we're teenagers. And he said, hey, I have an extra ticket to game six tonight. You want to go? And I just dropped the phone. I was Immediately. so pumped. Yeah. Um, we get on the road. We're heading to game six. We're up 3-2 against the Spurs. It's um, me, Mitchell, and our good friend Nathan. And man, oh man, like the nerves walking into that building were – we're crazy, and we we get down. I think Tony Parker's killing us. I think we were down by time. about fifteen at one point of the game. Yeah, I was freaking it, out, not having a good time. Yeah, just we, we we almost accepted that we were going to Game Seven in San Antonio, and then all of a sudden, the team just inched back. It wasn't even like a crazy surge. They just kind of kept it, creeping it, and we, creeping back. Yeah, it got Derek to, Fisher hit some clutch shots. I remember Derek Fisher hit some corner threes. But um, yeah, I think we. I mean, we still talk about this game to this day. Yeah, that it was. It Probably going to go down as the best sporting event I've been to. Definitely, definitely. Especially of the decade. And we, we were stuck up in Loud City, and it, it, that that the peak was on fire. Like the, It was the most electric I've ever been inside of a building, and it, it was just so much fun to be there and watch that team hoist that Western Conference trophy. And I remember Katie We are going to the, at the NBA Finals. NBA Finals. And this was dumps it off to Perk with a two-hand exclamation point. Doug dunk runs over to his mom. This She's is, got tears in her eyes. They're hugging each other mm-hmm. courtside. We're just up in Loud City, just this was losing the fifth, our the minds. Fifth year of a, as as a franchise, and these guys were these guys were still young. Like I, I mean, it, it was it was electric. So we roll into the <sighs> Miami series. Game one got game one. Game one, uh, we we won we game had one home court though. Didn't Dude, we? Yeah. We had home court advantage against the Heat. We take care of business in game one. We're up 1-0 in the NBA Finals. Holy shit. We're rolling. We're rolling. We're, I don't think we're going to lose. I, I'm like, are we sweeping them at this point? And then Because they just had that series with the Boston Celtics that went to seven games. And it looked like a lot of times in that series they were going to lose. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Then LeBron had that monster game six, and it was just... And that's when Miami Killed their franchise, basically. But, um, yeah. NBA Finals, game two... Um, there was that Katie controversial foul. foul call Katie's at the end. Still got fouled at the end. No, he absolutely did. Game changing call. It was. It wasn't just a game changing call. It was a series changing call because, in my opinion, at the time, and I still believe this today, I don't think the Thunder were going to lose at home. No, if you go into Miami up 2-0, imagine the confidence that that team has injected into. Especially it. with the injury. knowledge that you're going to get at least another game at home, because in the finals it was. Is it still two three two? I don't think so. I think uh, they just moved it to the regular, the regular seven game schedule. But yeah, at this point for sure, the finals was two three two, and we had to play three straight in Miami. But and there yeah, we, we just shouldn't get back to the peak. We get down three one, and Mike Miller and Shane Battier just have the series of their lives. Yeah, I, and no, and I, literally and I, don't I, miss. No, I remember game five, and it, it game five was really Mike Miller. I think he had like twenty six points or something like that. 
Don't quote me on that number, but it was in the 20s. I think he had about six threes. And it, it, it was stupid, and we got blown out. And but game honestly, five, game but... three, game four, they were all close. I mean, I think Russell dropped a 40 bomb in one of them. But and then again, Harden was a no show in that series. That's another thing we could talk yeah, about. That he was... went ghost. I remember he caught a lot of slack for that. But at the end of the day, yeah, we were the playoff sense. We were fucking guarding Chris Bosh with Kendrick Perkins, and like it just wasn't going to happen. I don't know why we refused to start small. I mean, put Ibaka at the five. Ugh. I mean, ugh. this is a long time ago. It it's, it hurts. These are the moments like, that really hurt to talk about. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> but like. We've moved on, you know. You know, the past is always twenty twenty. You know, hindsight's always twenty. So, like, we could sit here and say all these things, but at the end of the day, I mean, I don't think anyone was going to stop that team. Miami. No, that was LeBron's they, year. It was his year. They, they lost that was to Dirk his, the year before. That was his first championship. That was LeBron's first championship. Yeah, you're I mean, yeah, and <sighs> I mean, whatever. So sucks, but any, oh well. Anyways, you have a team centered around. Durant, Harden, is... Westbrook, who just made another step in the right direction by making it to the finals, and you know, the, I think the next year they were definitely the ceiling is the, even higher. The early season, I I think most people thought that the Thunder and the Heat were going to be a rivalry of the decade for at least a good portion there. Oh, and absolutely. They never they never really played again. Right. And any, I mean, yeah, no playoff series ever again. So. Following that, following that, you have the image burned into everybody, every Thunder fan's head of Harden sitting there with his arms around KD and Russ. Oh my KD gosh. with the towel on his head, and at that moment, everybody said, "Next, next year's the year. Next yeah. year is the year that the Thunder are going to do it." Well, didn't happen. How about never saw them on how the about court that together. Off-season? I remember where I was, Boom. man. I remember. I remember as well. The Sooners were playing Notre Dame, oh, getting fuck. getting whooped, and then all of a sudden oh halftime rolls around. Breaking news: James a, Harden has been traded to the Houston Rockets. What a what a just a horrible sports night for Oklahoma. Oh man, terrible, terrible, terrible. That I mean, just getting demolished by the Manti Teo ghost girlfriend. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Notre Dame. You lost to a dude with a and then boom, girlfriend. You get, you get the sixth man of the year taken away from you, and and I feel like though he was the sixth man of the year, but I feel like most Thunder fans could tell that he the kid star. was going to be a, a, definitely special. I mean, I don't know if people could have predicted that he he'd be dropping forty where he is today, right. but and, and, and where he is today is the best all star for him. I remember in the day back in the day, you'd say. If James Harden started, he would be an all-star. And I don't think you're wrong. I think he would be an all-star. I don't think he would be a superstar, though, like he is. Yeah. And I don't think he'd... I mean, he's solidified. You could argue, you know, your top five, top ten... He's NBA in the MVP race no consistently. He's a top five player year. in this league. And that that's, like... And that is the lowest that you can go. You know? James Harden is phenomenal. I wish they would have kept, kept those three together, man, and... I, I think everybody But at the does. time, I mean, basically, they just... I, I think that Sam Presti and the Thunder just really thought that we could replace a six-man. We couldn't replace, um, at the time, you know, 22-year-old athletic stretch four. I mean, I guess he kind of stretched the four back then. Not as much as he does now. But, now I mean, he, he... Yeah, exactly. But, we're, I mean, you know... We're talking Serge Ibaka. Leads the league in blocks. 
what, for two or three years in a row. Yeah, Bob, I mean, just Bob an absolutely athletic freak. Injuries kind of probably, you know, had their way with him a little bit, if you really want to think about it. But um, I definitely think that looking back, I, I don't know. Do you think, what no. do you think it was that made Harden not sign that contract i mean it the, apparently the dispute was over four million dollars because it would have put oh my it would have put oklahoma city over the salary cap they would have had to start paying the luxury paying tax the luxury deal. tax and oh, and, and and that and i mean looking Give back we all break. know that we all know what should have happened we all know we should have just bit the bullet and you know how many championships do you think that core wins at least two at least. At least. Do you think that they eventually would have broken up? Or do you think that... Eventually, I do. I, I, I think I think at some point... I, or maybe not. I don't know. I, I don't know the guys think we could be sitting here today with, you know, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant at 31 years old, all on the how same cool, team together? How cool would that be? I mean, I think there's an alternate reality that exists where that happens. And yeah. I'm much happier as a person. Exactly. Um... Anyways, the trade goes down. The Thunder get Kevin Martin, Jeremy Lamb, and a first-round draft pick out of the deal. Ended up getting Adams with him. The first-round draft pick was the twelfth pick who we didn't who we went on to draft Stephen Adams with, which obviously a great pick. Unless unless you want to say we should have drafted Giannis, but you know there's a lot of teams who could have said that they should have drafted Giannis in that draft. Anyways, um, the team got even better. The team was even well, better. Yeah. 20, I mean, in Kmart, 2012 and 2013. Kmart was that dude. He was, I mean, honestly, he fit the six-man role. He fit just the six-man role. Exactly. And if you really think about it, throughout the years where Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant were still on the Thunder, they really couldn't replace or get a valid, like a valid six-man right. that did the things that Harden or Kevin Martin did. did. I mean, we had... Who, who to come? Well, to, we like, expected Waiters was maybe our expect, best six man since then. I'd say so. We expected Jeremy Lamb to be that guy, and right. he and was he, inconsistent. And he never really blossomed with us because he, you know, was known as the laziest guy on the team. Um, I remember, and uh, it was a podcast that Perry Ellis was on. Um, so, Perry Ellis or Perry Jones? Well, sorry, I'm thinking Ku for a second. Perry Jones. Uh, they out. I forget who did the podcast. Excuse me to whoever it was, but you guys asked him who the who the laziest guy on the team was, and he said it was Jeremy Grant, and it was his or Jeremy Lamb. It was his best friend. He said every time they were on the plane together, he was asleep. He would, would never watch film, and you know it just he didn't he didn't pan out. That's just not Thunder basketball. It's right not there. Thunder basketball exactly. <laughs> you think you think Russ appreciated that? Uh, I mean, I guess. Uh... I guess we can just get more into the 2012-13 year. Let's jump in. Harden trade is behind us. Thunder have their best season yet. They win their they win 60 games for the first time. They go 60 and 22. They cruise through the West. OKC, the team to beat. OKC, Miami Heat. It's a given. It's the finals matchup, right? I mean, it looked like that. The Spurs were good, but was um. KD won the scoring title again this year, didn't he? Or was this oh, the that, year this Mello was year that Mello won? I'm pretty sure. Because I think the Nuggets were pretty good that year. Or no, he no, was in Mello, New York. Mello he was in New York. Mello won it. He was in New York by this point. Um, he beat him out by a couple points, but 
When did he get traded? Was it the 2011-12 year or the year before? No, because the 2010-11 year, we played the Nuggets in the first round and Melo was there. I think it was the 2011 year. So Melo played his last game with the Nuggets against OKC. Yep. Was that whenever he uh, played dead on the court? Yeah. What was that? <laughs> what was that? I, I still don't think anybody has an answer. I think he was just like, yeah, there. I'm just going to fuck around yeah, for like 30 seconds. I'm chilling. <laughs> I'm just going to lay on um, the court. So anyway, 60 and 22. We we cruised through the first round of the playoffs. Who I wouldn't say we cruised. I'd say that, well, I mean, what you're, what we haven't talked about, obviously, is the Westbrook injury. That was in the first round against the Rockets. Oh, that okay. I, I'm sorry. I, I got I got it. I got it twisted up. That's right. So Patrick Beverly, I'll forever hate you because you took a championship away from the Thunder, and I think everybody can agree on that. Um, yeah, Russell gets hurt. I think it was game two. Just absolutely blew them out. Game one against. I mean, yeah, Harden and the Rockets. Yeah. yeah. Um, and game two, we won close, but. Then I kind of started to get nervous because I think the Rockets... Chandler No, we went up 3-0 against them. We went up 3-0 against them, and then they won the next two. Without without Westbrook, it just wasn't really flowing that year. Um, It was KD, and it was on KD, Serge Ibaka, and Reggie Jackson to win win the NBA Finals. I remember sitting in class like, oh, what if Russell just gets it removed and doesn't get it repaired? Like I wonder if he'll be back for the NBA Finals. Right. Like just then, going crazy. Then but. he's not. He's not. He's not playing NBA basketball at this point in his career now. If he does that, yeah, exactly. Um, but um, yeah. So um, we end up winning that series. Then we played the Memphis Grizzlies in the next round. I think all those games came down to about five points or so. And you have to think that I mean the Thunder of Russell Westbrook. That's we're gonna win that series. Yeah, no doubt. Then no we doubt, match maybe, up against no the Spurs. Mind and probably going to beat the Spurs again. Duh. At that point, I think we kind of were like beating the Spurs consistently, especially in the regular season. Yeah, no, like I, it no, was like we, we, we own the West. Today. Like you're, we own you, kid. Like you're fucked. Like it's just not going to happen. But um, they went on to win the Western Conference and then played the Heat in the finals, and I think they lost that as well to the Miami Heat, and that was the back-to-back championships for them. Yeah, that's whenever. Ray Allen hit the shot yeah. against the Spurs. Yep, and that was a good series. That was oh, it was a hell of a series. But you got to think if OKC's there, which they should have been. You know, I mean, that was what everyone thought. I mean, who knows how it would have played out? But I mean, I think the Thunder definitely had they get their rematch more or just as good of a chance to beat the Heat as the Spurs did. Yeah, and um, that's just you know I think that's always just going to be the year that got away for most Thunder fans looking back on it. Um, Pretty depressing if, if, I mean, looking back on it now. Yeah, that 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 Westbrook injury was probably the b- biggest blow to our franchise until you know who le- leaves in twenty sixteen. Uh, we'll get into that. We'll get, we'll into, get that. into it. All right, next season, the Jones fracture. No, you're still wrong. Twenty thirteen fourteen. Oh, this was the I year. I'm sorry that Russell I'm wrong Westbrook. On my Google Doc. So this is 2013-14. This is Kevin Durant's MVP year. Um, this is the year that Westbrook only played like half the games. Like right. I think he was out for most of the year because yeah. he was still recovering from that meniscus. And then I think 
he I don't think he re-injured it, but I think he had to have some scope done or something where he, he, he was he, out. He's had knee problems ever since. Yeah, he was out. Um, Kevin Durant that year, just absolutely incredible. I think he averaged 32 points a game. Um, won the MVP. Some of the games that he had were just unbelievable. Oh, I like... He was just an unbelievable yeah, he, you talent. He wasn't. He was not being stopped that Best year. Best player by in the NBA, in my opinion. I thought so at the time, at least. But yeah, I mean, yep. I think it's another thing to say that's really impressive is the fact that that year the Thunder went fifty nine and twenty three, which is only one game less than they won the year before, and Russell Westbrook misses half the year. Right. That just kind of goes to show how impressive KD was that year. Um, but, yeah, um, that – oh, gosh. Was this this the, was a great playoff year for us. This was this had a lot of good games. Um, I think we played Memphis in the first round. Uh, this was the year where Reggie Jackson kind of had that one game that basically just saved our ass. Yeah, he dropped 30. And this is the year that uh, you were talking about earlier about the KD four-point play in the corner. That's right. That that's was right. game two. I've been Thunder, wrong about I think the Thunder already. won game Sorry, one. Guys. Game two, he hit that shot. And then I think that got us close. This, I mean, this is in the last minute of the game or so. And then I think Kendrick Perkins hits a putback. At the buzzer. At the buzzer to go to overtime. Yeah, End up because, losing overtime. Because Russ took an awful shot. Oh I, Russ was just dribbling around. Oh, my God. And th- this was probably the moment where Kevin Durant decided that... This he, isn't that fun. <laughs> this isn't that fun. Steph Curry looks to be <laughs> yeah. a little bit more Westbrook's fun. Westbrook's just running around, and he just chucks up the worst-looking shot at the buzzer. But thank God uh, Big Daddy Perk was down low for probably... His second basket of the game. Yeah, yeah, he might have made the very first one, and then he just didn't touch the basketball yeah. for like forty-seven minutes. But um, yeah, so we win that series in seven games. Um, then we played the Clippers in the second the second round. Lob City Clippers. We had a little rivalry going with them. Honestly, this was the year we had that miraculous comeback. Um, seven points in forty-nine seconds, or whatever. Point, yeah, down seven points in forty-nine seconds. Um, the question. Do- oh, Doc Rivers was so mad after that game because remember, uh, remember, can, it was a he can deal if the ball went off Reggie Jackson or Matt. Well, regardless, Barnes. it was a foul, and right, I I can still get like heated having these conversations about a Thunder team seven years ago. That's what's so funny to me. That's like how invested I was at the time that I'm still get annoyed about like another person's argument against the Thunder. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we ended up winning that series in six games, but I think game six was in L.A. and Ibaka got hurt. He, was it a strained calf? Something like that. I think it was a strained calf. So we go into the next series against the Spurs without Ibaka, lose the first two games in San Antonio, like get blown out, like not great, not like, looking good. Like it's scary. Tim Duncan is just going to have his way with – like anybody, Kawhi Leonard at this point, I think he won Finals MVP this year, like that year. Yeah, and correct. I mean, like he's evolving into someone that I don't think anyone really thought he was gonna be. I mean, yeah, this was the year. So obviously the Spurs end up beating us. Ibaka came back in the series, but game it was... three and game four, we won game three and game four, and everyone was like, "Wow, I've seen this one before." Like <laughs> I don't give the Spurs a chance. I mean, Ibaka's right. back. He's blocking shots left and right. It was it was fun to watch. Game five, Thunder get blown out. Game six, 
Um, I don't think it went to overtime, but I think this was the one that was close and KD got the ball with a chance to either, you know, take the lead or tie or something. And he slipped and he fell. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was just like, well, that sucks. Season's over. Season's over. That's yippee. Another having great, great time. Another one slips away. And for those of you that aren't big Thunder fans listening to this podcast, you know I, I appreciate you sticking around up to this point. There, there'll be plenty. Of, oh, they're gone. They don't care. <laughs> there'll be plenty of other NBA talk, but th- this one, this one's a dedication to. This isn't a just about Thunder basketball. A thunder decade. This is about our childhood. This is about us. <laughs> our about entire, basically, our entire experience with the NBA up until this point. I mean, this is just basically. I mean, I we grew up around this team and like. There's just so many things that happened that were just defining moments, and especially just like growing up, being a huge Thunder fan. I mean, I think I'm going to remember these days for the rest of my life. Yeah, especially... We got a little bit of like a little stat area on our phone, but for the most part, I think we're just kind of going off memory. Oh, we're we're sitting here winging it, everybody. Uh, (laughs) Obviously, I've, I've got my years wrong like four times. On different things, but these are just like I said, memories that'll stick with us forever. And that once you really dive into, they start popping up left and right. Once again, the Thunder lose to the eventual NBA champions. Um, this was also probably this was the year that the Heat dynasty was. This was their last year. No, Kawhi, Kawhi ended the Heat dynasty just yep. like he ended the Warriors this last year. Oh, I fucking injected in my veins. Oh my god! All right, we'll <laughs> yeah, talk about that, that later. Uh, but. LeBron was at the free throw line. Fourth quarter, he hears the buzzer. He turns around and sees Kawhi checking in, and that like, there's a video I see every now and then of LeBron's facial expression. Just he looked defeated whenever 21 year old Kawhi Leonard checked into the game. I think they lost in like four or five games. They yeah, Spurs beat them four one. The Heat completely fell apart, and that was that. LeBron goes back to Cleveland, um, and here we are. 2014, 2015. And this was the year that many Thunder fans, I'm sure, have kind of really just put out of their memory. It's, it was forget, it was forgetful. Kevin Durant um, gets hurt. He only plays 27 games He got games hurt in season. a USA. Wasn't it like a USA kind of thing? Yeah, that's Like right. practice or something? That's right. And that's why a lot of guys choose, like, I mean, that, that was a turning that point. That and Paul George. And, yeah, that was a turning point in, you know, these star players – Thinking about playing these exhibition games, you know, how we don't see some of the stars go play in the Olympics anymore. Yeah. It's because guys get hurt, and your franchise pays for it, like we did. I mean, whether or not I agree with that, that's a different story, but you're very, very correct on that. I think that... Who 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 was, like, played for the USA the last time they put a team out there? It was, like, a bunch of people where it was like, okay, you're it was, good, It was but- Kimba... Yeah, Kimba, it's like, Kimba was the best player. This you're not summer. the you're not the best player that the United States has to offer by yeah. any means. Kimba led the team this past summer. Um, anyways, you know this this team's struggling with Kevin Durant out, um, but this is where Russell West. This is where the triple double Russ mask Russ mask triple double Russ with the this is basically it, not even KD was hurt. I think a lot of players. Yeah, Ibaka, Ibaka missed a lot of time. Um, I think Russell was hurt for a little there too because I remember that his was face he, broken. Was this came the back year? Four games. Was this the that. year that we started like three and thirteen or something horrible? Yeah, that, and Perry Jones was dropping thirty, mm-hmm. trying to keep us in games. This year, this year was just depressing. Yeah, uh, <laughs> didn't make the playoffs because a tiebreaker with the Pelicans. With the Pelicans. That's right. We we both won forty five games and they owned the tiebreaker over us and. 
we and missed, we, missed, we missed the playoffs, and KD played 27 games that year. That was the Jones fracture, was, which I was referring to. Yeah. Um, I was a little quick with the trigger there. Anyways, the, 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 at this point, the one thing that we could take away from this season was, wow, Russell Westbrook is no longer an all-star. He's a superstar. He's that dude. He's that dude. And, the, I mean, this is where everybody's saying, well, Russ is going to leave the team. You know, he's he's going to go off to L.A. and. Well, I think for most Thunder <laughs> fans speaking – out of the trio of Harden, KD, and Westbrook, I feel like everyone thought that if one person wasn't going to be there, it was going to be Westbrook. Right. Because he was the scapegoat kind was of for a gone. lot of the team's problems. I mean, They're dead wrong. Yeah. Um, I never in a million years thought he would be the only one left. But, I mean, it happened. It happened. So we missed the playoffs that season. Scott Brooks gets fired. Scott, Scott Brooks is relieved of duties. Um, and that and that was controversial. I remember at the time, I I was like, "What are we doing here? Like, well, why is Scott Brooks being fired over missing the playoffs well, by a tiebreaker?" Everyone at the time was like, "Okay, the Thunder's offense is just is so ISO heavy. There's no ball movement." I mean, I was part of the crowd that thought, "Okay, Scott Brooks gets fired." I agree with it. I really was on board for it. My, I thought that the hire was going to be super important, though. And whoever it is. Kevin Durant better be in the front office, leading the way. He's the one who's going to basically make the decision. In my eyes, I thought that was basically how it was going to go. Billy Donovan gets hired, and I don't think that's the case at all. I don't think that Sam Bresti is as dumb as us. Because, I mean, he basically made a decision <laughs> that he thought was smart. And um, Yeah, we, we, we bring a guy... We, as we know from Katie's burner, I don't think he agreed with it too much. No, uh, he didn't. He couldn't win with those cats and didn't want to play for Billy D. That's a direct quote from Kevin Durant or tough. Warriors fan oh three one two seven. Well, no, nine. no, that that was the tweet that actually that came from his actual. Account. Oh yeah, and he was like, I thought I was on my other one. Yeah, <laughs> and he got caught shit. red-handed. Um, anyways, Brooks gets fired. Billy Donovan gets brought in from Florida after a great, great. Uh, run with them. He was there for 20 years, won two finals, or yeah, or won two March Madness championships. And I mean, it's like who, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't disagree with the I, fire. I, didn't I thought it. it was fine. I was I, like, I mean, yeah, but also, I always, I always think it's a little risky bringing a college coach into the NBA, always, especially, especially whenever you have so much to lose with a guy like oh my gosh, Kevin the 2015-16 OKC year was just. It was, it was crucial. It was crucial. I mean, that was definitely probably the most important year, and Thunder franchise so far. Right. Um, we we no longer have Kendrick Perkins at this point. It's Ennis Cantor. Ennis Cantor brought in on this team last from the last season. Basically trusted him to you know. Which that was the right move. That was yeah. Definitely the no, right I mean move that was a good trade. Um, I like. I loved it at the time. Oh, we honestly. got we, yeah. What the trade was? We got rid of. Um, Perkins and Reggie Jackson, who did Reggie Jackson thought that he should be starting over Russell Westbrook oh, for I some reason. All about that. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Reggie demanded a trade. Oh my god. Behind Everyone hated doors. Reggie there for a sec. <laughs> um, Honestly, he was kind of like being a little piece of shit about it. Oh yeah. No, he needed to go, and we we sent him off to Detroit, where he nobody's really heard from him since. But it's crazy to think. Um, so in, in return for those two. It was a three-way deal with Detroit and Utah. We get Cantor from Utah. DJ Augustine. We got DJ Augustine, who was a great backup. I thought season. it was going to be sick. 
I was like, wow, this works perfect. Yeah, yeah. A, a college finally, team, a the college Thunder get a center. I just remember f- thinking that finally the Thunder have a center that can score offensively, and that was something another like that was another thing that Thunder fans were kind of like really desperate for for a while there. Everyone wanted a center that could score. Everyone was tired of Kendrick Perkins, you know, whatever his it, offensive it, it game was, is. It was sad to send off Perk because Perk. I was, love him. I love the guy. Other outside of Harden, that was that was the first real like centerpiece. You know, send off of one of the good guys. You know, somebody that Thunder fans will always wish well as Kendrick Perkins. Um, we also got um, Steve Novak in that deal, who never really saw the court for us, and then. Obviously, the greatest player in Thunder franchise history, Kyle Singler. Oh my gosh! I remember thinking that he was because he was pretty good in Detroit. He, he was wasn't a, he, bad. No, he, he was a starter. He was a great at Duke. Good. He at wasn't Duke. bad. I was like sick. We got a, another wing who can shoot. Yeah, dude. Play defense. Dude, dude was like a let, let's put it in perspective, like a seventy-eight on two K. Like, yeah, I was like, all right, come on, let's go, white guy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, anyways, Kyle Singler was just. Terrible for us every I time mean, we stepped on the it, court. Yeah, no. There's an ongoing joke where it's like, don't slander the goat whenever talking about Kyle Singler. It's Kyle Singler, but... um, But it's a joke. It's a joke, <laughs> right. He, he was just horrendous. So uh, so anyways, we'll we'll get back into the 2015-2016 season where we're kinda, we kind of spun off with that trade talk. Um, Billy D's first year in Oklahoma. Um, the offense looked like the exact same offense that Scott Brooks ran. Except for like a couple extra like, you know, pick and rolls every once in a while. Yeah, right. They're like, you know, right. nothing significant. Then it makes you think, wow, it's just the players we have, huh? It's the players with, that we had. And this Thunder team was special. This was a great Thunder team. We bring in Dion Waiters at, that year. There's a trade deadline. Yeah, at the trade deadline. Or was that the year before? No, the trade year deadline. the year before we no tra- that was the Ennis Cantor. Yeah, we got Cantor, and then this this next year we get Dion Waiters for the final stretch of the season. Who did we trade for Dion? Do you remember? Um, I honestly I could not tell you. I couldn't tell you either. Like I said, we're, like up. I said, we're winging it. Um, but the Thunder finished third in the West this year. This was the year the Warriors. Took the it was a three way trade between the Cleveland Claval- Cleveland Cavaliers, the New York Knicks, and the Oklahoma City Thunder. This is where Shumpert Shumpert goes to New York and no Shumpert or, goes or from New from York. York to Cleveland. Yeah, um, let me look up what exactly was sent, but yeah, three team trade. J.R. Smith and Iman Shumpert go to the Cavs, and the Thunder. Sent Lance Thomas to the Knicks, oh, yeah, and the Thunder right. also sent a future first round pick to the Cleveland Cavaliers. So we basically gave up Lance Thomas and a first round pick Dion for Dion Waiters. Waiters. Um, Not a bad deal at the time. You're in win now mode. Yeah. Dion Waiters fills the void as you're, you know, you're six still, man. You're still chasing Harden and Kevin Martin, who gave you those six man and, minutes. And Dion Waiters was great. I mean, he was definitely he, up and down. He was streaky. He had a, but... he had a, he had a good playoff run for sure. Playoff Dion was definitely a thing. I remember looking up a stat back in the day that every time Dion Waiters scored ten points for the Thunder, they were undefeated. That's exactly what you're looking for out of a six man. I mean, dude, if he if he put up ten points or more, we were the winning Thunder, that ball game. 
throughout an entire regular season were undefeated. That's and crazy. I think it was like And that's from the trade deadline. That that's that's thirty three and oh or something. Yeah, that's that's three months of basketball basically. So that just basically shows that if we had someone consistent off the bench that could be a real six man I mean, handle the ball. Dion could handle the ball a little bit. I mean I don't know. Just ugh, I hate talking about this year so much, Jack. This year is tough to talk about. That's um, sure. I think we went to seven games. Uh, we played Memphis in the first round that year, and I think we did go to seven games with them. Or six. I don't, I don't really no, remember. Th- th- this season... Who did we, we play in the first round? We 4-1 to the Mavericks. We beat the Mavericks 4-1. Oh, I'm thinking of the 2014 year. Right. We're, we're, the, we're the three seed this year. We win 55 games. Um, the, the team struggled at, at points. I thought. The I honestly, I'll go to my grave saying this. I knew. I think KD knew he was gone. I don't think he really had. I mean, I think statistically wise, and there were some moments where he came up clutch. But for the most part, like I would just watch Kevin Durant play that year and be like, he is off. There's just something off about him right now. He was wearing the KD eights, those little weird long sock things that went up. I just was looking at him. I was like, this dude is just yeah. not the same as he was, and especially it, his MVP year. And a lot of the finger pointing went went to, is this guy still hurt maybe from the year before? Yeah. Who knows? Like, But then we get to the Western Conference we semifinals the against the Spurs, and that series was honestly a really good series. I remember we were talking about this earlier, how uh, Dion had that little push-off. And he was inbounding the ball. And just all the refs were just it, like... It was so blatant, too, that he pushed off on Ginobili. Just, uh, well, as, it, as you're inbounding the ball, just pushing a player yeah, and you, then inbounding it. Yeah, and, and, we, and we, win the, <laughs> we win the game because of that. But that, that's that's just the classic Dion yeah. Waiters. That, that's Dion Waiters one yeah. moment in Oklahoma. No, yeah. Except... Um, Go look, look if you look back on that play, Ginobili's clearly over the line. So so it's kind of like the Reggie Jackson Matt Barnes play, um, where like it, you know, the ball clearly went off Reggie, but it was clearly a foul by Matt yeah. Barnes. So I mean, it's a wash. Yeah, Either it's way. a wash. I'll take that. Uh, yeah, I'll, ta- I'll take a wash. They push. But, but he he pushed the shit out of Ginobili. Oh yeah, for <laughs> sure. But then obviously the next series. Um, OKC against Golden State, the 73 win Golden State Warriors. We had no chance going into the series. We, I mean... We thought. I mean, I I thought we had a chance. Don't get me wrong. I'm an optimistic fan. I mean, yeah. I agree. But we go to Golden State. We win game one. Westbrook had a really good game, I think. Um, This was kind of when we were implementing the little Stash Bros lineup. Which yeah, really, like, Adam a lot of people were like, how is this going to work against how the Basket, Warriors basketball's play? Basketball's changing. It's a yeah, small Yeah, but then game, it's like, but... wow, we're just, we just get every rebound. But, yeah. No, like, and, and if you give Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook and second chances, they're going to cap. Obviously, it wasn't, like, an entire game thing. But for little spurts there, I really remember it changing the entire outlook of the game. And it was, it was pretty awesome. I mean, we went up 3-1 against that team. I was on top of the world. Literally yeah, in heaven. We, uh, I was I was probably the most happiest I've ever been in my entire life. We'll, we'll walk through game by game from that series. Game one, we win 108-101 in Golden State. Awesome. That's great. Um, I was we're on the road. Game, game you two. You just got to win one game on the road. You just have to win one game on the that's road. What, everybody that's what everybody knows that. We get blown out game two. That's fine. We're 1-1 headed back to Chesapeake. Um Game three. Oh, game three was game sick. Game three, we beat them by 28 game points. Game three was sick. 
game three. Ibaka dunked all over. I think it was Draymond, and just the the peak was just roaring. It was it was a fun game to watch. And then game four, another twenty plus point win. Russell like, Westbrook's dabbing up his brother on that, the court side, mm-hmm. just drains a three. I'm like, we're about to beat. We're up three one. We we're, we're about to we're about to take down Goliath at that point. And then, I thought it was like it's it's over. We're we're not gonna fucking lose. Right, exactly. And you know, game game five, we're in Golden State. You should have won that. You game, go, honestly. yeah. We should no. The the last three games, we we should have won. Um, we were we were leading every single game and. Or in like in the second half, we had you know around a ten point lead in every single one. But the Warriors, as Andre Iguodala said in an interview after they ended up going on and losing okay. to the Cavs, um, Iguodala said, "Well, actually, I'll I'll, I'll wait for this." Yeah, but the war wait. the Warriors played perfect basketball the last five minutes of every single game. Like every shot went in, everything went well, and. Especially Game Six, and I know you were there. I'll let you go ahead and. Uh, yeah, Game Six. Um, I was that. in attendance at this game. Um, I was excited. I thought that was going to be the game that the Thunder were going to finally make it back to the finals we're after all the injuries, after all the bullshit, after all the critics. You know, saying they can't play together, saying Russell and it's just not. You know, all the. All of the speculation about KD leaving in the offseason, I was like, well, that's gone. We're about to make it to the NBA Finals. He's not going to leave if we make the NBA Finals. No way. No way he's going to so, leave. So, we're up 3-2. It's game six. Thunder kind of in control of most of the game. I mean, not really in control, but like, the, I remember the first half, we were kind of like hovering around a 10-point lead, and there were just a multiple opportunities for us to really just step on their throat and like seal the deal. Go on a big run, and I didn't think the Warriors were going to have the momentum to uh, get back in the game. But refs, bad calls, uh, just missed shots. We kind of let them hang around. I think we were up by like eight at halftime. And then Clay Thompson happened and just crushed my dreams. Clay Thompson hits 13 threes. I just witnessed a murder. It was just just so depressing because... I mean, I we let him hang around, and then Clay Thompson went off. That's all it takes. That's all it took back then was for one of their players to go off, and Clay just was unconscious from three. We still had a chance to win it at the end. It just didn't go our way, and I'll always remember leaving Chesapeake Arena that day. It was just silent, just dead silent. The complete opposite of whenever you left Chesapeake Arena in Game Six, whenever we beat him and. Yeah, it or whenever we beat the Spurs, it was it was the opposite. Um, uh, it goes on. I mean, to be the last home game that Kevin Durant ever plays for Oklahoma City, and I witnessed that. So I'm gonna go throw up real quick just thinking about it. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's brutal. I'll, it's really brutal thinking about it. But yeah, Thunder should have won that series. He was a no show that game. So was Russell. Both terrible games. But I mean. When it, when it comes out that after that game, Draymond's coming over to Katie's house and hanging out, yeah, I'm offended by that, personally. Yeah, you, and you think Russell Westbrook wasn't offended by that? There, there, Cupcake. A, there's an Uber driver that came, that came out and said he took Draymond Green to Kevin Durant's house twice during that series. Like, you just can't have that. You can't have your franchise player kicking back Hanging with the guys, but the that enemy, you're about to it's the enemy. I mean, that's 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 just a red flag for sure. 
he was gone. He was gone. I knew he was gone. I knew he was gone. And One of my friends. Okay, so basically, I used to be like really into collecting shoes, blah blah blah. But um, I I think one of my friends was at this like basketball camp that Katie put on for like little kids and stuff. Uh-huh. And apparently, one of the little kids was like, "Are you gonna stay in Oklahoma City, Kevin?" And he was and he was just like, "Man, like, why do you ask me that? Don't ask me that." <laughs> and I was like, "Well, that's just a horrible sign." Yeah, like. But, hey, um, hey, at least he didn't pull a Kyrie on us with Boston, who said, if it's okay with you guys, I'd like to re-sign this summer. And well, then, I mean, <laughs> basically, how KD talked throughout his entire career was just like, he he wanted to be he wanted to be Oklahoma City. At least that's what I thought. I mean, I guess his last year, he really didn't like to talk about Nobody it Nobody want to compete. Yeah. Remember, remember yeah. the Kevin Durant tweet about the Lakers the forming teams? together? What's up with all these super teams? Nobody wants to compete anymore. And then, Anyways, obviously, that offseason. We, um, we lost games. We, we haven't even touched on game seven. We were, win- we were winning. Should have won that game, too. Should have won that game. We, we're leading in the fourth quarter in game seven. We end up blowing it, and season's over. Simple as that. Um, we have no idea what's going to happen with Kevin Durant. Um, him going to the Warriors wasn't even in question. That wasn't on my radar. No, it was... And the thing is, if Kevin would have went to the Celtics, which was, I think, the third team he was considering... Yeah, it was... I, w- I would have been upset, but I wouldn't have hated I mean, the guy. I mean, they had Tom fucking Brady at the interview. What? Or at the... Um, the pitch? Yeah, that's pretty pitch. cool. That's pretty cool. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's sick. <laughs> Who do we fucking have? Yeah, no, Blake Shelton. Yeah. <laughs> JR. Yeah. From WWE. <laughs> Anyways... Um, July 4th, 2016, where were you? I was coming home from the lake. I got the little Players Tribune, little article, pulled it up. I knew he was gone. I, I fucking knew it. As soon as I saw it, I knew he was gone. Yeah, he, uh... He Just ha- the way he was worded shit. And he didn't even... Oh my god, his... He didn't give fucking any kind of thank you to Oklahoma City at all. Nah, and that the bullshit he fucking gave to the Warriors after they won their first championship, that full page, like how you embrace me, like I love you, like fuck off. It was, you know, it was a hard time for a Thunder fan. That was definitely the biggest blow that we've ever taken. Um, Katie Lee, I, I remember where I was. I actually had just woke, I slept in that day. It, it was probably about 10 o'clock in the morning and I, I wake up. I couldn't sleep, dude. I wake. I woke up to it. And I saw Kevin Durant is going to the Warriors, and like I was just like, wait, what? Like, like, am I still dreaming? Like, am I? Like, I, I didn't think it was real for a second, and then Dude. I, I saw the Players Tribune bullshit. And- I woke up at six a.m. and just constantly scrolled, refreshing Twitter, just trying to see if there's any new like leaked info, any kind of sources. I, I was calling people that I had met that like worked in the Thunder organization at one point, like, trying to ask if they have any insight on it. Like, texting them long texts, all this stuff. This Putting dude, on I, your Woj shoes. Literally, oh, I anything. was trying to be, like, the most hardcore, you know, fanboy reporter you've ever seen in your life. Right. Trying to figure it out. And, I mean, that offseason, like, leading up to this, you have the... NBA draft is that's where we traded Ibaka to get Oladipo and Sabonis, and I'm just like, wow, this is gonna be an amazing Thunder team. Like we were good this year, but like with Depot, Russell, I mean KD, Andre Roberson, Al Horford verbally committed to coming. Oh, 
We were gonna Al be amazing. Horford. We were gonna be amazing. All right, dude. so so let so let, let's run everybody through our, our the starting five that we would have put out on the floor. We had would have had Russell Westbrook, let's say Andre Robertson, Kevin Durant, Al Horford, and Stephen Adams. Let's or talk about- you could go small with Russell, Oladipo, Here. Roberson, KD, Horford, or yeah. Adams. And I they, mean, they were they were going to be a fantastic team. Dion Waiters was going to come back. Dion Waiters would have come. Who back. went off that year? You could have brought Oladipo off the bench. Imagine imagine a bench ran by Victor Oladipo, Dion Waiters, and had Ennis Cantor on it. We were sick. We we would it would have been. Yeah. There's a lot of would have been's in Thunder history, and that's what we're here to talk about. Anyways, <sighs> Russell Westbrook um, resigned. Signed, he extends his deal for three years in August. Now I do what I want. Oh, yeah. MVP. Oh, yeah, baby. That was a cool commercial. I I just remember the aftermath of the whole KD thing that, like, I was just. The pettiness. I had lost hope. I was just like, wow, this is just so depressing. Because, I mean, at the time, Kevin Durant was probably like. My favorite human on the planet. I I was I fucking love the guy. I would have I would have taken a bullet for him, hands down. I really would have, like <laughs> no doubt in my mind. Like I was I I collected. That's his like shoes. taking a bullet for the state of I, Oklahoma. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's just like I just spent so much of my life growing up with this guy, and then for him just to do this, and then all the information that came out afterwards about how he was like we were talking about with Draymond, all that. It was just, I felt like I was just betrayed. I, my heart was broken. Yeah, wasn't cool, man. It was not Still, my favorite part. Kevin Durant, if you ever listen to this podcast, wasn't cool, dude. And I roasted him on Twitter, so. Oof, oh, yeah, him. Mitchell did get into it on Twitter. I did get into it with Kevin Durant on Twitter. That's, I forget about that. Yeah, see you later, kid. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, um, 16 17 season. That was a fun year. It was so much fun. It was fun. It was so much fun. We got to watch Russell Westbrook. Because we really didn't know Russell what to Westbrook. expect. No. Russ- and not only be Russell Westbrook, but that's just like probably his prime looking back. I mean, for sure, he's in his prime. That's like. That was, I mean. Probably was- goes down to this day as one of the greatest individual single seasons in NBA history. Without a doubt. First time ever someone averaged a triple-double. One MVP. Um, it was a fun team. Um, there were definitely some holes in it, and we assembled it, you know, assuming that Kevin Durant was going to be there. So yeah. it was it was kind of an imbalanced roster. We made some trades at the deadline. I think we picked up, like, McDermott and Tosh Gibson. Yeah. And um, that kind of, like, made it a little bit better, but... There, our backup point guard situation, Samaje Christian, I just remember that in that series with the Rockets that year, we would go, we would be in the third quarter up by 10 points. Russell Westbrook Russ. takes his two minutes break for the entire and game and the lead's gone. Yeah. And I'm like, how does this keep happening? Like, there's no way. But I mean, yeah, that year, definitely a lot of really fun memories. I remember. Russell had an amazing game against Orlando one time that year. I think he dropped like 50-something. The game that sealed his most triple-doubles in a single season. Against the Nuggets, last game of the season. He was pulling up from 40 feet yeah. and just draining. Russell, Russell, He was sick that year. Nah, Russell Westbrook went stupid. Team goes 47-35 and 35 with a you know patched-together roster. Westbrook's next best player is Victor Oladipo, who... He was good. He was good. Um, he was definitely the second fiddle, though. Um, well, yeah. But also, I don't think it would be fair to say that he 
I mean, would have emerged into the star that he is now without Russell, without the guidance of what Russell. Oh no! I mean, did you see the? Do you remember? He owed a bunch of his success to Russell because yeah. I mean that year and after he, he, he got gives traded it to him. Did you remember the six week before and after picture of Victor Oladipo in the off season? Yeah. Yeah, so the dude just 10, gets dude just gets shredded in six weeks and says that you know he learned so much from Russell Westbrook in just one season. We end up trading him, and that was that was probably another time when I was most excited for Thunder basketball. Do you remember that off where you season? Were? I do remember where I was. I do too. So Oklahoma City, Russ Russ wins the MVP. Losing we, the we first get, round, we of the get Rockets. knocked out in the first round by the Rockets. Stupid series. That series annoys me still. Yeah, I mean they're. They, I oh, I hate Houston fans. I really do. <laughs> that season was they were annoying. It was a lot of fun, but it was there were very frustrating times. We lost a lot of games, and it was really close. Anyways, Victor Oladipo and Domas Sabonis get traded for Paul George. Yeah. Paul George is coming to Oklahoma City. Yeah. Okay. We finally got it. We got another superstar. We got Russell. We got him. I mean, the best small forwards in the league. You're thinking, Kawhi, you're thinking LeBron, LeBron, Katie, Kawhi. Paul George. Who's your Who's your next best bet? It's Paul George. I mean, this Thunder team. Like, we're, I, I I'll tell you where I, I, I I'll tell you where I was. My internet was not on at the time for like a day or two. I was. I'm not even sure what was going on there. Anyways, I get a text from a friend that just said Paul George. And it was like, you know, green green text message. And I'm just like, what? And I, I, I'm waiting to go into a movie. I'm sitting in the parking lot with my girlfriend. And I go, give me your phone right now. <laughs> and she hands it to me. And I log into my Twitter. And I, and I, I see <laughs> the news. At least she does not to ask questions. I see the news. And that was probably... Top that, five Thunder hype moments for me. Oh, I, I was God, so excited. I was so excited. What a moment. What a moment. Later in that offseason, we trade for Mello as well. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, this is going to be cool. Yeah. I'm, I remember uh, I was at a tailgate and at an OSU football game, and Mello gets traded for Cantor and McDermott. And, you know, it was it was time to move on from Cantor. He was such a liability on defense. I'll, I'll, I'll miss him, but he wasn't worth being paid $18 million Mike, a year. Mike, we just got mellow to stretch the floor. I mean, we just need him to sit there and knock down shots. But, I mean, I was, like like we've been saying, super excited. But I guess this is probably where we should just, like, cue the clown music to start. Because um, <laughs> uh, it didn't turn out that great. Um, Thunder that year went 48-34, which isn't horrible. We improved, we improved by one win. Russell Westbrook's MVP year, we improved by one win. And you add Paul George, you and, add Paul George Carmelo. and Carmelo Anthony. That's disappointing. You by one win. We're the four seed. We play the Jazz um, first round of the playoffs. And Joe honestly, just Paul they, they just beat our ass. They did. I mean, it, looking back on it, what was it? We lost in five? No. Or six. We lost that game in we six. We lost in six, but game so, six, we should have the foul. They didn't call it. They didn't uh, call it. That was Paul's annoying. But then uh. again, so so I was at game one. Um, that's when Playoff P was born. Yeah. That nickname. And, oh, my God, Paul George just went off. It was it was beautiful to watch. Um, game one was awesome. I, I thought we were going to steamroll through the Jazz at this point. Um, Mitchell's over here freaking out. We're actually watching a Thunder game uh, with no <laughs> volume in the background. Um, Down seven right now. Spread seven and a half. Twenty-two seconds left. Um, 
I may or may not have bet the Thunder to cover, and um, I honestly will take a loss right now because I really just don't want us to foul where they'll <laughs> go out by more than seven points. Come on, Mitchell. We're recapping the decade. We're not living in the now right now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Um, that year, I mean, Russell averaged another triple-double. Um, that I mean, we year to forget. It, it, I mean, it was a year to forget. I, mean, I it, thought, it was, run it back. Paul George resigns that offseason. We have a great. We get shot. rid of Mello. We get Schroeder. I mean, look, picked up Nerlens. Wait, let, we're, we're getting we're getting a little too far out there. Let, let, let's stick on this Utah Jazz series for just one minute. We get so we win game one. We go up in the series, or we go up one zero, and then we're down three one. All of a sudden, like Ricky Rubio and a, oh. a rookie Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert are just absolutely having their way with Donovan this. Mitchell was sick. Um, I still like Donovan there Mitchell, were, honestly. There was some push, there's some uh, pushing and shoving, especially between Paul George and Joe Ingles, of all people. They just got in our heads. That's what happened. And game six... You let freaking Joe Ingles get in your head. Game six, Russell Westbrook goes off for 43 points, and Carmelo Anthony and Paul George combine for 12 points. Yeah, Paul George had five points. Carmelo had seven points in an elimination game. Like what? Come on! Like that in at that moment, playoff P. I was over the mellow experiment. Dead. I was. I, I think everybody this. was. Um, and then we actually did. We had the twenty-five point comeback in game five. Yeah, that was sick though. That was that was, that was special. I remember I broke my knuckle. Um, because I I punched a door inside of my God, we're really just like degenerates. Yeah, I I mean you're sitting in my basement right now, like that's because of the thunder. <laughs> As I point to like a hole in my wall, but um yeah no definitely a year to forget I'd say um Mello I mean six. it was cool I think it's really cool that Mello just. Considering the NBA career he's had, played in Oklahoma City, I think that's cool still. Oh, absolutely! Just the stars that we've had come through Oklahoma City. We've had we've seen Kevin Durant, we've seen Paul George, James we've Harden, seen Russell James Westbrook. Harden, we've seen Russell Westbrook, we've seen Carmelo Anthony, we've now seen Chris Paul. Like I, I mean, we saw Chris Paul whenever he was at the Hornets the first two years in yeah. Oklahoma City. Like his he Chris Paul won the Rookie of the Year in the Ford Center in Oklahoma City as a New Orleans Hornet. Yep. Anyways, I remember. so we're transitioning from the 17 into 2018. We get rid of Melo's contract. We get Dennis Schroeder out of the deal. Sam Presti, I thought that was a hell of a deal. Sam Presti's just still a wizard. I mean, because I thought we were going to have to buy him out. I was like, we're not getting shit We owed him $28 million a year. And the Hawks or, or paid him that year. to never play a game. Yeah, the, the Hawks paid him they're kind and of, gave us Dennis Schroeder. They're real for that. Yeah, no. Shout hey, out to shout the out Hawks. Shout out to Atlanta. Shout out to the Hawks, man. For the culture. Yeah. Quavo, yeah. Gucci Mane, Trey yeah. Young, everybody in Atlanta, thank you. Um, so last year was last year. Had I thought going into the year, I was just like, okay, I think our roster is more balanced. We're set up. We have a good backup center in Nerlens, good backup point guard this year with Schroeder. But the thing is, Jeremy one thing Br- that we're Jeremy not Branch talking about really is just how important. The absence of um, Andre Roberson was because that first year in 2017 we 18. Made, yeah, we didn't talk about Roberson getting hurt. Yeah, I mean, he was 
How, what was our record whenever he started? So, whenever all five of our starters started? We so were like, so I, I'll never forget this. The te- team struggled um, at this. St- so we'll just rewind. And um, team struggled whenever the starting lineup of Russell Westbrook, Andre Robertson, Paul George, Carmelo Anthony, and <coughs> um, was it – did Jeremy Grant start at that point? Or am I just – I think uh, – I don't remember. I think it was Melo. Yeah, Mello. Oh, my, I'm, okay. I'm sorry. I'm getting my ears mixed up again. Um, yeah, and Mello. And Steven Adams. Steven Adams, of course. I'm sorry. Whenever they started, as of December 1st into, I want to say, Robertson got hurt in Detroit, like January 28th, 29th, something like that. So a full two-month span. When those five started, we were 17-0. and Yeah. So the team was clicking. Like, we – like. I just don't think we could have. Then we tried to the replace him with you know Houston. Corey Brewer. Houston was playing. Um, was T Ferg a rookie at that point? T Ferg was a rookie that he year. He was getting some minutes. Um, yeah, just overall, we just we just couldn't replace presence. him, and then he hasn't played to this day, Still and that's just played. crazy to think about, because. I mean, we had just given him that contract. Andre Robertson was a special defender, probably best in the league. Parameter yeah. defender. He, Kawhi, Paul George. I'd say Roberson with his length. On yeah, really pesky. But, pes- but I mean, you know, the, the, the combination more. of him and Paul George on the wing at at defending, and then Adams down low, and then you had Russ running around freely wherever he wanted, just, getting, just you know just waiting playing, for rebounds, waiting for rebounds, <laughs> waiting for steals, leaving the, shooters. The dude open. got to play free safety. Yeah, basically. Um, I mean, yeah, R- Roberson was. A huge, it's interesting huge to think about. What those teams could have been if he never got hurt? Do you think we lose in the first round again? No, I don't. No, no. Do you think we? I think it's possible we could make I another conference Joey finals. Will, I, I think Donovan Mitchell would have been locked up. Not locked up, but he doesn't. He's have not a dropping thirty. Yeah. Anyways, let's let's keep this rolling. Twenty eighteen, nineteen. So, so we got rid of Melo last year. This is last season. Last season, um, forty nine thirty three. So we, we improved were... one more win. One more fucking win. Well, my thing Excuse is... Excuse my language. The thing is, for for those two years, the Thunder, watching it, it, like, it wasn't really fun. No, no. I mean, it was fun whenever Paul George dropped big games and, like, game winners, stuff like that. That was cool. But for the at the same time, like, we were so predictable. Like, oh, we, you, we just knew how it was going to end. Oh, oh it's going to be a one-point game with against the 22 seconds left. Tuesday night. Why? Why are these games? Why are we in a close game with these fucking bum teams? Yeah. And we lost a lot of them. We really did. Yeah. I mean, we lost. We went forty nine thirty six seeds. And we beat. We we showed up against the teams that we needed to show up against, but we just played down to our competition every single night. And this this is Paul George making a case MVP for MVP. Year. He was stud. He was sick last year. No, honestly. Paul George was out of this world last year. Um, and then he injures his shoulder. He yeah. apparently injured another uh, his other shoulder. Just two bum shoulders. Two out there. two bum shoulders, and the dude finishes third in the MVP race once again. Westbrook Russell, averages a triple double. Yeah. Jeremy Grant was kind of emerged as more of like a prospect to someone who could actually be like a really helpful player on a contender. I mean, if you're shooting forty percent from three, also with like the length and athleticism that you bring to the table. I mean, even as defending, he was pretty good. No, Jeremy Grant's a great defender, a great shot blocker. And and you're right. His, you know, the development of his three-point shot was just 
phenomenal. It was huge for the team. Um, but we were just, we were still just missing that guy. And um, looking back now, Mello was not the answer. Nope. And even well, last year, I just we think. Just... I mean, when that that fact you brought about the whole seventeen and zero thing, Roberson. I mean, I hate to say that Roberson was the missing piece because, like, I mean, look at the he can't shoot a free throw, but like. I th- really think he might have been. He made such an impact. I think he on really might have been because, was... I mean, I guess, I think you could handle maybe the defenders that we had with Paul George and Jeremy Grant, but I think when you add Andre Roberson to that mix, then we're the best defensive team in the league. I think so, and and that's the difference between a you know. And I mean, he was starting. I think in that year he was kind of starting to like. Not not really get a flow in the offense, but get to the point where he wasn't just like sitting in the corner completely unguarded, which he kind of had been to that point. But we were starting to use him as like, you know, the pick man and pick and roll, and like he would basically just—I mean, he made he a lot great. of good cleanup you plays, know, back backdoor cuts. Yeah, Russ would throw him lobs. I mean, that's the play he got hurt on. Those are easy points. He got hurt on a lob getting thrown to him. Um, and he hasn't played since. That's hasn't insane. Since. Do you think he'll ever play a game in the NBA again? It's been I don't know. It's been like seven, eight hundred days, dude. I mean That's insane. No. I, I hate to say it, but I think his career ended that day in Detroit. And it it pains me to say it. It might be it, a, it, a hot I, take, but and, I think dude, you're right. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Well it's it, fucking, it, it, it doesn't matter. I mean it matters. like at this point, do we not does even he really for, fit in the roster? Not even for our team, just for him. I hope he yeah. doesn't thrive somewhere else. Like like if he if he does come back. Um. Anyways, so Paul George finishes third in the MVP race. We at times like I mean we we were I remember we were the one seed at one point in yep. um you know like maybe December or something. We, you know we were fighting with with the Nuggets for the two and the three seed for a long time. Houston was struggling. Houston emerges. They surpass us as the four seed. And then last year, the Western Conference. From from seed like four to ten was like within like One a game. game each and then into the playoff race. It kind of just ended where we wound up six. We we felt we were right there with what four but or five. I, but but the thing was is it was it was you either play Utah, Houston, or Portland, and we end up getting the six seed, and Portland gets the three. I'm like I'm fine. We with were that. excited. We were excited. We thought we got a good draw. Damian Lillard disagreed. Uh, another just awful series. Yeah, it sucked. The, the series was terrible. That sucked. We got it wasn't fun. No, not at all. We should have won Game Five. That we let him come back. Then Damian Lillard just decides to pull up from the logo. I remember where I was. I was I was at a bar in Fayetteville. I was watching it with a friend. It was a bad shot. Oh, it wasn't a great shot. But like the bar's packed. Quoting Paul George. <laughs> okay, so basically there's this huge screen at this bar we're at. It's packed. Everyone's watching this game. And as he makes the shot, everyone around us just goes crazy, like freaking out. Um, me and my friend are the only Thunder fans in the bar. And my other friend said he was watching me the whole time. He says, you weren't mad. Like, you weren't throwing anything when it happened. He's like... That was just the most like depressed I've ever seen someone so like ever in my life. I think, I mean, it was just. Of course he made. Of course he makes it. Yeah, of course. And, and it gave him fifty points on the dot that game. Of course he and, makes it. I mean, it was it was predictable. I was like, of course he's gonna make it, this it, because it, that's what happens to the Thunder. That's it, what happens. We're gonna lose this game because that's just what fucking happens this year. 
Exactly. And and for me, it was honestly like a thank God you just put me out of my misery. It Sean. really was. <laughs> How? That's sad because whenever you have Paul George and Russell Westbrook on your team, like watching sh- like basketball, Thunder basketball, it shouldn't be a chore. It shouldn't be unpleasant. But no, I, it kind of was. Last season, it wasn't I, fun. Like I said, Tuesday nights in February, I would just I would yeah. just go through the biggest emotional I remember emotional texting you one time. I was like. Who do we play tomorrow? And you're like, Indiana, on the road. And I was like, okay, guarantee you it's going to be a two-point game with about 32 seconds left. <laughs> and sure enough, I'm watching the game. It's about 48 I seconds left. Down by that. two. I'm like, I text you. I'm just like, like clockwork. Like, <laughs> literally. It's just so predictable. But, I mean, you know, yeah, that was the last time Russell Westbrook would ever play a game in Oklahoma City for, I mean, Maybe eventually Dow's career might take a little pit stop back. I can't see it, honestly. We'll see what happens. So after the season after the season ends, it comes out. Westbrook was dealing with minor injuries. Paul George had a, a torn labrum. And then a, another, and then messed, another up messed up rot- rotator cuff. And you're like, no wonder. Like, I mean, it, 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 and I was under the impression. I was like, well, you know what? We got a warrior in Paul George. We have an absolute... Guy who's ready to go to battle. You two get healthy. Let's go into the 2019-2020 season. I just thought eventually they're going to figure it out together. I did too. And, you know, they came I mean, Oklahoma! Yeah, literally. Just you didn't quite get it, yeah. I'll say it again. I'm here to stay. For the next 12 months. Yeah. Um, and then, anyways, see ya. Thank you to him for signing that contract because... Was this in... So July, this past July rolls around, and we get the most random Woj update of all time, and it was that Kawhi was going to the Clippers, and Paul George had been traded to the Clippers for Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Danilo Gallinari, and what was it? Is it five draft picks and then two swaps? Yep. No, I think it was four first round. Wait, maybe? I think you might be right, actually. I think it's five first round picks. Yeah, five first round picks, and then... And then two future swaps. No, that okay. No, I think I think we get the option to choose between I think like Miami and someone else's pick. It's, I think that it's was, something it's like that. It, but it, just, it was a historic haul of draft picks, and I mean, here we are. And then, so I remember when I was outside. I saw that. House. I'm like, all right, well, we're fucked. Yeah, no, I, I, I was like, I don't know what to do anymore as a Thunder fan like that. I mean, Gallinari, like maybe he's just pick, but like. After that, I'm pretty sure it kind of came out that the Thunder were trying to trade Russell Westbrook also. They did. And would you like me to get into the night I met Russ? Yeah, sure. So That was the night he signed with, or got traded, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I met Russ the night they got traded. Or the night that he got traded. So I'm sitting in, uh, um, I'm sitting in line. Russell Westbrook is promoting a comedy show for one of his good friends back home in Tulsa at the Canes Ballroom. Um, this was two weeks after Paul George got traded, and at no, and you know everything speculated that Russell Westbrook is going to get traded. It was either between Miami or Houston because you know Presti's facilitating the deal. You know this is a this is a decade recap, and now we're up up into the most recent news. So everybody kind of really it's it's still fresh to everyone. I don't need yeah. to give, I don't need to give all these details. We're pretty deep into the show already. Anyways. Um, I'm sitting in line waiting to walk into this thing at about 7, and I get the Woj update on my phone. Russell Westbrook has been traded for Chris Paul and two first-round draft picks, 
and he's heading to the uh, Houston, Houston Rockets. Rockets. Fucking Houston of all fucking places. I mean, I thought it was kind of cool. I was like... I, I do think it's cool. You know, him and Harden reunited. I get that. And, I mean, it sucks, but, like, I kind of... I think we all kind of knew it was coming. It was definitely and, I mean, time. With all, we're, we were just, as we thought at the time, entering into rebuild mode. I thought so. I was like, okay, we're going to be horrible this upcoming year. Like, I thought... I figured we would have traded Gallinari and Chris Paul by now, to be completely honest with you. But, I mean, yeah... I was sad, but at the same time, I knew it was coming. And it with the like draft picks, I was optimistic, it, and I was it's, like, "It's like a weight lifted off of our shoulders." And and here here we are now. We just watched OKC lose at Philly, which you can't be too mad. They did they did end up covering the seven and a half point spread for Mitchell. Yeah, um, they did. So we're sitting you, we're sitting here at twenty and sixteen in a year where our predicted win total was 31. 31 and a half games. I mean, how? How much better could we be doing right now? I'm having a done? great time watching this the Thunder so much for the fun. first time in years. This is so much fun to watch this team. And, you know, we'll go back. Shea Gilders-Alexander, I think, should win Most Improved Player of the Year. He's killing it. Chris Paul has absolutely taken this leadership mentor role and embraced it. And he's Chris been Paul so is, good. I think, been... Ten times more than most Thunder fans could have ever expected from him, yeah. and how he's been leading the team, and how he's approached this role. But at the same time, I mean, if you're making fucking forty million dollars a year, you I, better, you I, better I hope, have a I hope you're gonna face. at least embrace the role a little <laughs> bit. Like, I hope you're not gonna sit out. Yeah. But um, exactly. I mean, like you said, Shay, I mean, you watch the kid play. He's leading the Thunder right now in points per game. But like, you you watch him play, and you're like, wow, this kid's going to be he's a star. Special. He's he is. He's. I said whenever we so smooth. He's just a great, great player. I think that he really has potential to just he'll be an all star next year. I think he has. I think him alone might win the Paul George trade for how much it brings to the future. But then, let alone adding in Gallinari and five first round picks, like oh no, Sam Presti is still a god. He's still amazing. It just comes down to I wonder how we're going to use him. I wonder how we're going to use those picks. I mean, basically, now, now we're at a point. Are we going to trade picks for a, for a star? Are we going to trade some with some of our assets? Because this team is deep. And just go full rebuild mode. But I don't think they want to do that. I don't think Oklahoma City I, can really afford a true rebuild to the point where they can't you know, we win 18 games. Selling tickets-wise. No one would go. No, nobody would go to the games. And, you know, obviously the Thunder have a loyal fan base. Yeah, and, I mean, there, people would go. But at the same time, I it don't... It wouldn't be the same, but I love what they're doing. I think they're they're kind of approaching it perfectly so far. It's going to be really interesting to see if Gallinari or Chris Paul gets traded before the deadline. Yeah, I think so. I don't think Chris Paul will get traded this year just simply because of his age and money. Gallinari, I mean, I guess in a month from now, depending on our record, we'll see. We'll see. But 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 the I'm great, cool with either way. The great thing about this team is if we win, it's a win. If we lose, it's a win. Oh, it's like, great. The, no wonder we're know, having fun. No wonder we're having we fun. We win every night. It, it, we win every night. It's yeah. great. So much, so much, you know, so much more stress-free. And I'll say this about Gallinari. This is this is my this is my take on Gallinari. He is what Mello wasn't for us. Imagine the team two years ago with Gallinari instead of Mello. I mean, yeah. What if? But at the same time, I think honestly. The main theme throughout the entire decade is what if. What if? I mean, that, that yeah, that's... I mean, the... if you would have asked me 10 years ago, or not not 10 years ago, but say, you know, after the 2011-12 season when we went to the finals, would the Thunder have no NBA championships 
at the end of the decade, I would have said you're crazy. Right. I, so I thought we were going to be a dynasty, and it sucks. I mean, I mean, it's just. I guess the title windows in the NBA just closed so quick. Yeah, you know, and I mean, if you Golden don't State take advantage of it, and they were here for four years, we thought the Heat would be around forever. They were there for four years. I mean, look at all the teams who have won championships this decade: Spurs, the Heat, the Warriors, and the and the one year with the Cavs. I think those are the only teams to win one this decade. Am I right? Yep. Outside of Mavericks, the, the Mavericks. That's right. Sorry, Dallas fans. Lakers. Uh, Lakers to start the decade. Yeah. So, outside of those teams that have won, who had the most entertaining decade in the entire league? Uh, Hands up, our well, fan base. I mean, what's crazy is Houston that... had a good one, you know. I saw a stat that over the last 10 years of all major sports, the Thunder had like the fourth highest win percentage. Yeah, so, I mean... Yeah, and it's second It's second in the NBA. We, we had the second most wins in the NBA. In the decade. decade. And if you think about it, I mean... Is, would you say it's fair to say that Thunder have we been spoiled or I mean because at the same time we've been, we've been spoiled our and hearts have been broken in the balls at the same time oh you know it's over like and over are and we over complacent again. I don't know I don't think so I mean I think we had high expectations for our teams and I think they were fair they're all justified I mean if you add Paul George Mello to a team I mean you expect him to get out of the first round Especially what you're adding to Russell coming off of that MVP year where he was just unbelievable. Yeah, I can't wait to win the win a first round series. That's all I'll say. Yeah, that'll be refreshing. So there it is, folks. That's uh, that's the Thunder wrapped up in the decade, and that only took an hour and a half to talk about. Um, they, so thank you very much if you stuck around and listened to us from this point. You have something to add, Mitch? I'll just leave it at one thing. What is your prediction for the next decade? Do you think the Thunder will win a championship? With where this, with where we're sitting, and with how bright this future looks, and how optimistic I am as a fan, we're gonna have how, one year where it's, I think we're gonna have a chance. We're I gonna have a chance team. too. And you know, some of these draft picks are, are so backloaded, like into twenty twenty six. Like you think Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. And Russell Westbrook. And no, these James teams Harden, might be going through rebuilds whenever we get their picks, and we're going to own their future. And I can't wait to see the future of the Thunder. We'll t- we'll talk a lot more about the future of the Thunder in our in our future podcasts. Um, thank you guys very much for listening to this very first episode. I know we've had a couple blunders. I know I've missed on what happened in years or in different years like four or five times already but we're only going to get bigger we're going to get better at this and we can't wait to start putting out content for everybody to enjoy and listen to and like i said we'll put out a lot we'll, we'll talk a lot more about the entire nba as a whole other than just the thunder because yep. that's what this episode was really um centered around um anyways like i said follow us on twitter i'm at hot take hail just how you would think it's spelled mitchell what are you uh, I'm gonna have to change my username, but currently I'm uh, just Mitchell Spires Five. So at Mitchell Spires Five, you, lame. Whatever. Oh well. Whatever. I gotta uh, get a cool name like you. And then follow follow fan at Fanfuel Sports. Subscribe to this podcast. Um, we're gonna start pumping this pumping this stuff out, and we're really excited for the new year, for the new decade. And thanks everybody for giving us a listen. We're out.